Needless to say, and I think it's fair to say this, the 2020 has been the worst year that anybody's ever witnessed in the history of the world. Uh, if not the most, then it's definitely been one of the most recent. Um, but with 2020, obviously with coronavirus, and we, we lost a lot of famous people, we lost a lot of people that we loved due to the pandemic itself. There's a lot to be thankful for from it. And you know how this podcast goes, you know how this episode, these episodes go and the show is. It's all about preaching positivity. And in this episode specifically, I want to trace back a little bit on the things that we should be thankful for this year. Um, and one of the ones I want to start off with is letting you guys know that I actually contracted the coronavirus. Um, I recently, as recently of last week. On Christmas Eve, I received, I was diagnosed with the coronavirus. That's when I started feeling symptoms. And then I got tested, and then that's when I was technically diagnosed. But I started feeling symptoms on Christmas Eve. Couldn't see my family for the holidays, and I'm not going to see my family again today for the new year. But with that being said, I'm thankful for having the coronavirus because now my body is building the antibodies. And, you know, and now I won't be as contagious, and I won't be able you know, I'll be immune for a long period of time. So getting the shot isn't one of the things that something that I'm going to be jumping at the bit for, though it is something that I'm going to want to get once I can get the shot and once I'm allowed to. But nevertheless, I want to, I want to trace back on this crazy year that's been 2020. Right. January, we knew it was coming. February, we knew it was coming. March, it finally came. And we... we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what to expect. And a lot of us lost our jobs. <coughs> a lot of us lost loved ones. A lot of us had a lot in our minds because we were going to be stuck inside for two weeks. You know, and we just couldn't really fathom what life was going to be like just being stuck inside the house. And a lot of us are not like that. There's a lot of us that are introverted, who like to stay inside, who like to stay home and not do as much. You know, and kind of embrace the the fact that they will be home for two weeks so they can do whatever it is that they need to do. But with that being said, is our, our mental state really took a hit. You know, a lot of us started to become depressed. A lot of us started to become upset, not knowing what to do, not knowing what this virus is going to do, not when it's not knowing when it's going to stop, et cetera, et cetera. But it, we prevail. Yet we have prevailed through 2020, through everything that we know about this virus, through everything that we've gone through in our own lives. You know, and like I said, a lot of us lost our jobs during the pandemic. A lot of us lost our loved ones. A lot of us, you know, lost our own self a little bit. And that's why I did the things that I did this year, was to help not only myself, but to help you guys as well, to help you get through this bad, terrible year that we called 2020. You know, I wrote the book because I felt like I needed to make a change for not only myself, but for you, the listener, the reader, the supporters that I have. I wanted to reach out to the world to let you guys know that everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be better than fine. And sure enough, things have been better than fine. Things have been great. We just have to see it. Because with every negative is always a positive, and that's what I've always been saying for the whole past year that I've been doing this podcast. No, I wouldn't even say I've been doing it for a year. I think I've been only doing it for a few months. 
but it feels like forever. I'll tell you that, but that's a great thing because it means that what I'm saying is working, what I'm telling you is working, and you guys are listening, you guys are understanding me. And I couldn't be more thankful for that. I'm very appreciative of all of you. And you should be appreciative of yourselves as well. 2020 was, if not the, if it wasn't the worst year, it was the best year to take advantage of your self-care and your mental health and the things that you have involved in your life. And the reason why is because when we're inside, there's really nothing for us to do anyway besides think. So what are we going to do? Are we going to think negative? Are we going to think about how bad this virus is going to be and how it's going to ruin the rest of our lives or, you know, what seems to be the rest of our lives because, you know, we're just thinking in the moment? Or are we going to really take the time to think about what things that we need to worry about, things that we need to fix, things that we need to enhance to become better? And that's exactly what I did, and that's exactly what I wanted you guys to do this year. And I think a lot of you guys did that. I've had a lot of people come up to me, a lot of people message me saying that they've did nothing but self-improve this year. And a, a couple of people have come up to me and said, oh, I read your book, and, and you, it has honestly inspired me to, to realize that I need to wake up and make my life better that I was wrong and I was doing this and I was doing that and I was being this person. So I did nothing but change it, nothing but try and adapt to something different to make their life better. And that is life-changing for me. That is an amazing goal for me. And aside from everything that I've done this year, I mean, obviously the biggest thing I've done this year was write this book for you guys and start this podcast. That is the far and foremost, number one, best thing I've ever done this year. And I'm going to continue to do this. And as I've stated before, I'm going to write a second book starting next year. And once I'm feeling better, once I'm no longer in quarantine, I'm going to start typing. I'm going to start typing up my new book. Again, I don't have a title for it, but it will be coming out sometime next year. Well, start of next year or start of tomorrow. That's when I will be starting <coughs> Excuse me, to type it. And hopefully this one embraces you guys and and hopefully you guys understand this one better than the first one. And I know a lot of you that have read my first one are going to read the second one because you guys want to continue to be inspired. And this is what life has been. This is what life has been for 2020. To figure out the things that we need to do to improve and not to just settle and not be upset and not be sad about the things that we've come across. Yeah, there's negative things. And, and obviously the worst thing is losing a loved one from this virus. And it is the worst thing. And you guys know that I lost my dad before this virus happened. And I know losing a loved one, how that feels more than anybody does in this world. It sucks. Uh, and it's the worst thing. And, and it's okay to be grieved. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset and mourn over the loss of a loved one. Because it'll never go away. But the thing that we need to do and to understand is the ones that we did lose, they wouldn't want us to settle. They wouldn't want us to sit down at home and cry and sob and be upset forever because they're no longer with us. They would want us to be happy. They would want us to to grow as individuals, to do what's best for us, to do what's best for our lives, despite the fact that they are no longer a part of our lives. They would want that, and you know it. Especially your loved ones, especially if it's a close friend, relative, you name it. Somebody, whoever it is, is going to want nothing but the best for you, even though they are no longer here. So, yeah, the, the worst part about it is losing somebody, but the positive is knowing that they, you have that emotional, that, that spiritual support 
because they have your back and they would want you to do these things and do these great things. When I lost my dad, I didn't know what I was going to do. But when I had my panic attack this year, probably the worst thing that's happened to me this year turned into the greatest thing that's happened to me this year. And don't, don't get me wrong, I'm, I failed just as much as you guys did this year. There's a lot that I've gone through as well. But you better believe that I took all those negatives that I ever came across and I turned them into a huge positive. I was on my social media not too long ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago. <coughs> Excuse me. And I saw something, I saw a post about, um, it was like one of those meme things. It said, I bet you can't post anything about one good thing you did about 2020 or something like that. And, and I, I felt corrected. I, I felt like I felt I corrected it because 2020, like I said, you know, it, it's probably been the best life, best year of my life. And I know it sounds crazy to say that, and you probably think this guy, you know, this guy is wild. Like he doesn't, you know, know what he's talking about. He's 2020 has been absolutely shit, and it has been. And I'm not going to deny that 2020 was the probably the worst year in terms of life. You know, and things going forward for for everyone. Um, you know, like I said, in recent years. But for me as an individual, 2020 has been one of the best things I could have ever come across. And when I, I so I decided when I saw the, the post that I wanted to share and I wanted to write all the things that I did that were amazing in this year. And it was, and the, the meme said one thing. I had a bunch of things. And one of them was getting out of a toxic relationship. Uh, the other thing was, again, writing this book, um, starting this podcast. Uh, I bought a new car for myself. I'm finally starting a new career. Um, you know, I bought my, my new phone all while paying the bills on time and not having to struggle. And even though I did contract, (coughs) excuse me, contract coronavirus, it is the best thing I could have happened to me. Cause like I said, now my body is starting to build the antibodies. So I can, and not to mention that I'm starting to feel better, you know, and, and when I did have, when I first had the, the symptoms, I, I was feeling very ill. I wasn't, I wasn't hospital ill, but I was feeling very sick. And that really, it, it inspired me to want to become better. And when, you know, I wanted to feel physically better and I wanted to fight this thing. You know, I wasn't going to just sit there and say, oh, I have Corona. I might die now. No. The only thing on my mind was, okay, I want to be better. I'm going to get better. I'm going to feel better no matter what it takes. I'm a fighter, and that's what I always continue to do, just like how I know all of you guys are fighters as well, not just mentally, but the things that go on in your life, and you, know, you try and find the best situations for you to you know, overcome, and you do it in one way or another, whether you, know, you have to step on people's toes or you, know, you do it your own way. You do what's best for you, and that's what this whole part of 2020 is all about, and going forward. And this is what I want to preach. This is why I wanted to get this last episode in of 2020, because I felt that we need to have some more positivity going into 2021. 2021, it's easy to say that we can make it the best year possible. We said that about 2020. We say that every year. doesn't mean it's going to be the best year possible. But knowing the things that we've gone through, knowing the things that we've had to deal with, there's no way we couldn't make it the best. Every day we're supposed to make it, each day the best that we can possibly make it. 
So for as long as we're doing that and continuing to bring that positive energy that we have currently into 2021, who's to say that 2021 couldn't be the best year ever? And that's the whole point is every year, every day, you want to grow, grow, grow. So that way, when the next year comes, you say, oh, okay, 2021 was amazing. 2022 is about to be off the walls. You know, and then 2023 is going to be out of this world. You know, there's like different things for each individual as an individual we need to improve on. We need to think about the positivity and bring that into each and every day. And that's what I want you guys to do today. And that's one more, that's one thing I want you guys to do for this last episode of 2020. I want you guys to really think about the things that have gone on this year for you guys, whether it be positive or negative. I want, to, I want you to think about the things that had, had you learned from in 2020, whether it be, uh, again, a loss of a loved one, or you know maybe you um, decided to no longer be friends with somebody because they were being toxic to you, or then they weren't making you healthy, and they weren't helping you, supporting you. You know, just random things like that. And I want you to make a list. Think about the things that you wrote. <clears throat> think, think about the things that you had gone through and how you turned them all into positives and how you were going to take all those things that you've gone through and turn them into better things going into 2021. Because I know that's what I'm doing. I don't have to write a list because I already know exactly what it is that I want and the things that I want to do. I've worked on myself so much and have worked on self-improvement this entire year so much that I've even decided to write the book, a second book about it. And for those of you who didn't know that the self-improvement book is going to be, again, like I said, out next year in 2021. But again, that's going to be about self-improvement and how to achieve it, how to understand what it's like to be you and respect yourself. Because a lot of us don't respect ourselves. We don't care enough about our own feelings and our own emotions because we're too worried about other people and what they think. 2021 is going to be the year of selfishness. But it's not the bad selfishness. It's the good one. It's the good selfishness that we do nothing but improve on who we are so that way we can better ourselves. Not to improve other people, not to make other other people feel better. We only make other people feel better when they are in need. If they need help, if someone needs help, it's okay to ask for help for one. Two, it's okay to go out there and help them. I would want you guys to help them if they need it and it's somebody that you care about and somebody that you, you know, you feel needs, absolutely needs the help that they need. I would never, ever, ever tell anybody not to help anyone. That's the definition of the bad selfish, if you did the opposite of that. What I, what I mean by the selfishness is that it's going to be nothing but sparking that fire underneath our asses and getting ourselves out of bad situations, improving who we are as humans, improving ourselves as one, so that way we can make others better, we can make others feel happy, and we can be those individuals that people want to be around. And I hope you guys stick around for me, stick around with me for through 2021 and beyond, because 2021 is going to be crazy. And I'm not talking about the bad way. 2021 is going to be nothing but amazing. And I know that because I'm going to make it that way. And even if it doesn't, you know, because again, there's things in life that come our way that we have no choice but to face. And it's going to be negative. Trust me. I know there's going to be somewhere down the road, somewhere soon, 
where I'm going to run into something bad. And I, I know it. You know, it's just it's the way life works. It's the way things go. And if it if things didn't go that way, I'd be very, very concerned. But guess what? The things that I do run into that are negative, the things that I do run into that are bad for me and bad for my life and bad for my future, possibly could be bad for my future, I'm going to make sure that I advance myself on those things that I come across to make sure that I'm making the right decision at that given time. And that's what I know that you guys want to work on. I know that's what you guys want to come across. It's hard being somebody who their whole life has grown up to be nothing but supportive, nothing but caring, nothing but respect for other people. Trust me, I am one of those people. And I have been one of those people. But because I've done nothing but self-improve in 2020, I know the difference between being respected and being mistreated or misunderstood and when to give that respect to somebody else when they show it back to you. And there's a fine line. And again, it didn't, it didn't matter who you are. If, uh, if you don't show me respect, I, I'm going to not have you in my life. Because I hold myself to a higher standard. I hold myself to a higher value. I think that I am a high-value man, and I believe that everything that I do is for a reason. Everything I do is for a purpose, and everything I do is to help not only myself, but to help those who need it. And that's why I need you guys to do That's what I want you guys to do, is to realize that you are high-value people. You're all high-value people. You have it inside you. You just have to find it. You may think that you know, you make low income, you know, you're 30, 30, 20, $30,000 a year, um, you know, or whatever it is that you make, and you may feel like an absolute failure. <coughs> Trust me, I've been there, and I felt, I've, know, I've known what it's like to feel that way. But by, with those times that I was making that kind of money, I felt low. So I said to myself, well, if there's something I can't do in terms of financial, you know, financially, if there's something I can't do about it right now, how else can I make myself feel high value? How can I appreciate myself? So I said to myself, okay, well, if it's not going to be financially, it's going to be mentally. And it's going to be emotionally and spiritually and everything else other than finances. I need to, needed to get one with God again. I needed to understand my placement in life. I needed to understand the things that are around me that are making me feel worse and boot the things out that are making me feel worse, even though I didn't want to. I had to think about the things that I could do, things that I can improve on to help better my life. And so on and so forth. It's just a continuation every single day of different things, different things to think about, different things to improve on. And that's what this whole year has been about, and I know a lot of you are doing it, and I'm so proud of you. My heart goes out to every single one of you because I know that you guys have, you guys have done nothing but self-improve the entire year. And you go in to continue to improve, self-improve because that's what I do every single day. And I know that once you guys feel that, when you guys feel that self-improvement, when you feel it in your heart and in your stomach where you say, oh man, like I feel amazing. I've did so much this year. I just want to continue to go because it, that, that burning sensation inside makes you want more and more and more and more. And always improve, improve, improve. 
And it's, and once you improve on yourself, you're going to want to improve on yourself emotionally. You're going to want to improve on yourself spiritually and financially. And then everything else, all the, all the things that we need to improve on, all of a sudden start coming together. And everything starts to form it and hit you in the right spot at the right time. You just have to believe it. You have to believe it. We all have belief inside ourselves. It's deep within us. I mean, it's deep between all those battle scars that we've ever had to go through and all those things that we've come across. But we have to dig through those. We have to fight through those to get to where we need to be and be able to believe in ourselves once more. And that's where motivation comes in. If you're not motivated, you're not going to be able to find those that you know, that drive to want to become better. You're not going to want to find that drive to make sure everything in your life is going the right way. Because a lot of us can just sit back and relax and say, you know what, I'm going to let life take, you, take me how it's at. Sorry, excuse me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I'm going to sit back and let life take itself as it is, and I'm going to roll back and just let it see what happens. I used to be like that. I used to just sit back and say, you know what, I'm content with my... Six-hour-a-day job making, you know, whatever cash I get at the restaurant because I'm cool with that, and I'll let the bills pay itself out. No. I, I was tired of living that way. I was tired of living that life. I was tired of living with that mentality. And the only way that I was ever going to change is if I did it myself. No one was going to do it for me. You can tell somebody that they need to do this, or you can say these different things, but if they don't find it within themselves to want to become better, that's on them. And it's a sad thing because you all want to see your loved ones and you want to see the ones that you care about improve, do nothing but improve. But when they don't want to, you can't really feel bad for them. It's kind of, they're just kind of stuck in their ways and if they, they don't want to do it, then that's, you know, you can show them all the books, all the inspiration, all the inspirational things that you want to, but it doesn't mean that person's going to become the person that they claim that they want to be because they're just going to sit there and take it and let life go as it is. You can only do so much for you. I mean, I'm sorry, you can do only do so much for them. And when you focus on yourself, you can understand that you're not that person, you're not that way, and that you should no longer feel bad because when you start to feel bad, that's when you become codependent. You try so hard and so hard and so hard and so rough to get other people that are maybe lazy or just have no motivation <coughs> to try and become better. But when they blame and then they'll start blaming you for things or they start blaming you saying, you know, it's your fault that I'm like this or, you know, it's your fault that everything else happened this way. And it starts to affect you, that is codependency. And that was the number one thing that I wanted you guys to never be this year. And if you were, that you overcame it. And I know a lot of you have. I definitely do. I know it. I feel it. Even those, even the ones that didn't tell me. I feel it inside. Look back and reflect on your, the, the, the things that you've gone through this year. Again, bad, good and bad. And I want you to appreciate everything that you did. All the good, all the bad. And I want you to absorb it, understand it, and bring it into 2021 with you. Take that negative energy and bring it into 2021 with you and keep that positive mindset. Keep
keep a positive mindset and I promise you things will be better and 2021 will be the year that changes your life. So with that being said, I hope you guys had a great year. I hope you guys had a great day and a great night. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. I don't really know if there's much that's even going on today because of the pandemic and things getting worse. So if you are and you do find a way out, take your take your time getting home, call Uber, taxi, whatever you got to do. Have a designated driver. Be safe. Be smart. Don't be dumb. Remember, we're bringing 2021, all the negative, all the positive to 2021 and turning everything around for our lives because we are going to make 2021 the best year of our lives. As always, God bless. Stay mentally strong. Stay mentally healthy. I'll talk to you guys again next year.